Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Conjit Farrell, a licensed marriage, family, and sex therapist, shared a story of a time when she did not follow her yes by pushing her internal guidance aside for a guy she knew it wouldn't work with. Well, Conjit, again, thank you for an amazing interview. You were so, so generous in everything you shared. And, and I want to ask you for a favor here. Would you help us illustrate the importance of following your yes, following that internal guidance, the intuition, the gut feelings that all of us have when it comes to partnership? And I'd actually like to start with if you'd share a time when you did not follow your yes, maybe in that moment you didn't really realize you had one. But looking back, you're like, yeah, that was really clear and I still didn't pay attention to it. Tell us about that time. Ah, uh, yes. Well, earlier in the show I mentioned that uh, after I kind of learned uh, the lessons about relationships and, you know, learned the theories and the skills, I didn't have any other kind of uh, questionable relationships. That's not totally true. There was there was one relationship where um, you know I this person just the behavior was very very clear to me about the that person's relationship vision and the kind of relationship they wanted, but 
I was so attracted to the person that I was like, no, 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 I can, I can, I can change this. I can finagle them with my witty, witty personality. And it's my personality to be so amazing that they're going to change their mind. And so I spent like a year, you know, just really trying to be so witty and so fun and so cute and so flirty. And it didn't work. It just didn't. <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to work from the beginning, but I just, because I really was attracted, I was like, I can make this work. I knew it wasn't going to work. You know, they were they were not in alignment. Their vision wasn't what I want. What I wanted. They said it from the beginning, and uh, I I knew better. <laughs> and at the end of it, when I just kind of said, "Come on, Conjit, you need to just." move on. Um, I kind of laughed at myself and I, 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 I couldn't be mad at him. I was a little annoyed with myself. Um, but yeah, I just, after that, I was like, so now you know for sure <laughs> you need to stick with what you know. That's such a great example. And, and thanks for outing yourself, by the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what I love about that, Kanjan, is what you just described so well is what I call how the universe tests us. So mm. we're like, I'm never doing that again. And it goes, oh, really? What if I put the incredibly hot guy in front of you? You still mm -hmm. aren't going to do it? And it's like the universe is mm -hmm. going, are you really going to live this lesson or not? Mm -hmm. And so you got tested. And I mean, yeah. obviously you succeeded. You're in a happily, happily married and so on. But there was that little like, maybe I haven't totally given up my old pattern yet. And so you went through that experience. And we all have it. It happens to everyone. But it's a matter of going, okay, again, I don't have to beat myself up for it. But now there is no question I'm not going back there ever again. Because I gave it one more shot mm -hmm. and I had the exact same results. Oh, that is exactly what how it felt. And that's exactly what after that, there really wasn't any going back. After that, it was like, okay, done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yep. Great, great example of that. So let's turn this around then. Take us to a moment in your life when this time you had a clear yes, and not only did you recognize it, but this time you followed it. Tell us that story. Um, I think the best example I have is similar to also kind of what I mentioned earlier was, you know, meeting my husband and how that relationship progressed. Um, when he proposed to me, it was like the easiest yes. It was so easy and it was so natural and it, it didn't, I didn't have to think about it. And it was just like so right that, that the yes was like, it was like automatic. And to me, that was like a sign, I guess, that I was, I felt very in sync with the universe when something as a big as a deal of a deal, I guess, as you could imagine a proposal might be in the moment that it happened, it was as natural as breathing for me to say yes. It was just like, of course, yes. Thank you for sharing that because you gave a great example there, Kanjan, of because I know there's women and men listening to this show right now going, 
oh, I thought that. I thought it was like the easy yes, but it was a train wreck. How come yours is different? Mm. And what I want people to hear and what you said is you didn't have that split second of doubt and then have a yes. Uh -huh. It was Correct. yes. There was no split second of doubt that you overrode with, but I want this. That And I'll is bet correct. for most of you that say, I did this and it didn't happen for me, you had a split second of doubt you overrode. Because in hindsight, we always go, I knew it at the time. Mm -hmm. Whenever it That's falls apart, exactly we're like, oh, right. I knew at the time I shouldn't have said yes to that. Then it What wasn't a great a clear yes. Yeah, that's a great observation. There was not that. There was no, that's what I meant by like it was a natural yes. There was not like a, a, a pause or a hesitation. It was just like, oh, well, yeah. It, <laughs> there was no, no hesitation, Yeah. no like I wonder, no discomfort in my body in anywhere. It just felt like taking a deep breath, like taking a breath in. It just felt very natural yes. exactly Yes. you know it's funny because as you said that you reminded me um gay hendrix is on the show uh, quite a while back and he called it a full body yes And if you think about that, it's Mm-hmm. like, Yeah. I didn't have a little shadow of doubt in my heart. I didn't have a shadow of doubt in my big toe. I, I hadn't, there were no shadows of doubt whatsoever. My entire body was a yes. <laughs> yes. Head, heart, loin, spirit, everything Everything. was yes. Exactly. Yep. Fabulous. Yep. That's a great example. Thank you for these stories. It's so, so helpful. You're absolutely welcome. Thank you, Ken. Tamara Green and David Dashinger. Married, co-founders of Loving Meditations, and authors of the international bestseller, Live Calm with Cancer and Beyond, shared a story of a time when they did follow their yes and led them to pursuing their passion as a career. Well, David, Tamara, thank you so much for your incredible interview. I, I love what you shared about that, being able to be in partnership and support each other through such a dramatic experience like going through cancer and, and going through all the treatments and so on. So thank you for that. And I would love it if you would help us illustrate uh, what I call following your yes, which simply means, you know, following that internal guidance that all of us have. Some call it a gut feeling, some call it intuition. But the importance of, of making sure we're taking access to that and following that guidance in our partnerships. And where I'd love to start is if we'd start with a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in that moment, yeah, you didn't even realize you had one. But then you look back and you're like, okay, that was really like my gut was telling me exactly what to do and I still didn't do it. Tell us about that time. Okay, so there, uh, it's probably about four, three, three years, four years after we got married. We probably every single night were pretty upset with each other, angry at each other. We just didn't um, communicate very well during that time. And each one of us Uh, was listening to someone else in terms of what we should do. And we, for, uh, I'm going to speak for myself, I was not following my own gut intuition. And every time I listened to her on, you know, how it should be, what I should say, what I should do, it, it, it really took Uh, me farther away from the marriage and from David.
So after some time of this, when our relationship reached a point of, uh, we were even talking about separation and possibly divorce, uh, the light bulb went off in my head and I said, what am I doing? What am I doing? Let me stop asking her for her advice and let me go within and find out what's really going on for me. What what do I want? What do I want to say? Let me not use her words. Let me use my own. And uh, it was scary, I have to say. It was really scary to do it. But um, I just remember that evening so well where I, you know, pulled my courage up and started talking to David about what I was going through and what I was feeling and what I needed from him. And from that point on, we've been growing closer and closer all the time, getting better every year too. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. David, what about you? This story is going to predate my meeting Tamara, but it ultimately set my trajectory to meet her. I was um, out of high school. Uh, I was a lifelong music student and lover of music, multi-instrumentalist, but I kind of uh, caved into the pressure of a family member to pursue uh, a completely different career, which involved going to school for engineering, like, you know, traditional engineering. Mm -hmm. And so I spent two years in that university in total misery, like sick, physically depressed, almost to a point of wanting to give up on life and not following my yes at all. Uh, it actually took someone, a friend to say, you know, you're not happy doing this, but you love music so much. Why don't you pursue that? And that of course was an aha moment. Like, of course I should be doing that. So I changed colleges and life got a whole lot better and set me on a trajectory to do a lot of the things that I'm uh, fortunate to have accomplished and ultimately to meet Tamara. Wow. Yay. <laughs> Yay is right. Yay. <laughs> and everything else that's going on right now wouldn't have been there, right? So exactly. amazing. You know, I, I love what you guys shared and they're both great examples of how how easy it is to, for us to let something outside of ourselves override our internal guidance. Or maybe we've decided they're an authority or like in the case of parents, you're like, well, I'm sure they're giving me the best advice for the best path in my life. They're looking out for me. Why wouldn't they be? So we follow it. And then we turn around and go, I'm literally physically ill. Like, how am I not paying attention to this? And I remember um, about 10 years ago, I had a radio show and I had a guest on the show. His name was da uh, Daniel Namod. And... Similar to you, David, he was somebody who had always been into music, but he was, I think he was doing computer work and he was, you know, going down the path of everything he should do. And he was in the middle of some computer training, about to buy a house that him and his fiance were going to move into because they were getting married. And he had this giant anxiety attack. And he said, Ken, I went into the bathroom. I'm throwing water on my face. I'm like, what is going on? And all of a sudden I remember thinking, I am dying at an accelerated rate. And I went, I, 
I can keep doing it, but I know this is killing me. This is so not in alignment with where I need to be. And he basically took that step and said, I can't do this anymore. I have to take care of me, which means no matter if anybody else understands it, this is what I need to do. This is why I'm here. And long story short, he left that career, never married that girl, never bought that house, moved out to California with no connections, no anything, went into you know, Hollywood trying to get started in music in LA and he's done tremendously well. He's got a tremendous career now, but he's like, I was dying at an accelerated rate by not paying attention to that guidance. Right. And that's the real cost, right? So let's flip this around. We don't want to make this all terrible and <laughs> foreboding. So what happens when you do follow it? So take us to a time in your lives when you did have a clear yes, but you this time you followed it. What happened then? I'm going to switch careers now. And okay. um, so I was fast forward to living here where we live, and I became a volunteer firefighter and still uh, enjoying my career as a composer. And I met somebody who said, you know, you could actually become a career firefighter in the next state over, not very far from where we live. You know, just these people, these particular towns are testing. And it was like, wow, I never thought of that, you know. And I realized because of the firefighter schedule, I could actually maintain the two careers simultaneously. So I really started getting the yes pretty strong internally and went through the open door. It was really a matter of seeing that there was a door opening, recognizing that opportunity, stepping out of my comfort zone and taking the steps necessary to apply for the job and test for the job and interview for the job and ultimately to get it. So it became one of the most amazing gifts I've ever gotten to have that opportunity and to have that career as part of my life's experience. That's such a great example. I mean, career paths are definitely a place we get that that guidance. Tamara, what about you? So it has to do with meditation. Hmm. I probably for three years, um, let's see, trying to think of the timeline. Three years, I was getting these hits, you know, it's kind of like this really soft nudging going on inside of my, I don't know, my, my mind, I guess, you should do a weekly uh, meditation call for your your clients for your audience. And I'd be like, No, nobody wants that. And then I would hear it again inside my head, you know, do a weekly meditation call. <laughs> and so finally, it was just December, I, I remember this very well because it was Christmas time, December 2012, and it it just came through really loud and clear. And I um, I said, okay, I will not ignore you anymore. I'm going to do it. And that started something called 
Miracle Mondays meditation. Every Monday I had like a conference call. Anybody who wanted to be on the call, great. And then um, David would, this is when we started creating together. So I would do the guided meditation and then David would then take the recording and put his beautiful music to it. And then we'd put it out on YouTube to our um to our audience. And that's how we started creating meditations, guided meditations together. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I love mm -hmm. that. Thank you both for sharing these stories. Super, super helpful. Thank you. Great, great questions. Yeah, fun stuff. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingapartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.